Hello and welcome to Game on Girl on the Go. This is episode 7, Are You a Social or Solo Gamer? I'm your host, Regina McMenemy, and you know me, may know me from Twitter, where I'm Doc Liz with two Zs. You may know me from my original interview podcast, Game on Girl. You may know me as one of the geeking moms on Geeking with the Moms, or you may be new to my show. Um, regardless, welcome and thank you for listening. Uh, today I want to talk a little bit about solo and social gaming. So when I started doing, uh, when I found my, my gamer types, which I've talked about in previous episodes, self role play and mastery, um, I was really looking for motivations. Like what were the things that got people out and got people gaming? What, what reasons do people create their own identities or what kinds of identities do they create when they're in game? So looking at that, I I came up with the gamer types and I figured out these different kind of three distinct ways that people game. Um, but with that, I started to wonder if there was a difference in playing with other people or playing on your own. So that's where I started to think about solo versus social gaming. And I think part of this is evolving kind of out of my own my own experiences gaming. I'll talk a little bit about this here. Um, I spend a lot of time these days gaming on my phone. Uh, part of that is just out of necessity. I don't have a lot of time to sit down at my PC and game um, like I used to. I used to have hours of time or like whole weekend days I could devote to playing hours on end of World of Warcraft or um, Dungeons and Dragons online or um, some of the other games that I've played to, you know, uh, hang out with my friends and just, I just had time to do that. <laughs> I don't really have the same amount of time to game like that anymore. So I do a lot of my gaming on my own, um, in a social way, which I, it kind of sounds weird, I'm sure, but like I play Pokemon Go um, when I'm out walking my dog. Um, I have my game up and I'm catching Pokemon and I'm hitting Pokestops and I'm battling in gyms when my dog will sit still long enough for me to be able to do that. Um, and those are social games. Like there are games where I'm playing with other people. Um, especially kind of in Pokemon Go, I have a bunch of friends. I have this great experience where my friends from like my hometown and a couple of my cousins play Pokemon Go. And so I get their gifts um, in game, which come from like familiar locations like the mall where I used to shop growing up or um, parks that I used to go to. And so I get these like little postcards in the game that bring back like all these memories for me of these places close to home. Uh, and that's been a really, it's just a really fun kind of social thing. And I feel more connected to them because we're playing this game, even though we don't actually directly talk to each other, but we just send gifts and, you know, I see the, what progress they're making in game and such. So even though it's a game I'm playing by myself, it still has a social component. So I started wondering from my own gaming, a lot of my role-playing, my digital role-playing game was uh, spent playing with people who I know in my real life who I wanted to kind of keep in touch with. For example, one of the people I got involved in World of Warcraft um, when I was first playing was a friend I had from my master's program, and he and I were um, in different 
different places. We had been in New York when we were both working on the master's degrees. And then I went back to California and he went, I think, to Louisiana for a while and then back to South Carolina. Um, and so we would play. And that was one way we had ended up being able to kind of keep in touch with each other across the country was to hop on game and play World of Warcraft. Um, and you can hang out and you're still kind of like spending time doing things together and you chat if you're on um, it was Ventrilo back then. Um, it would be Discord now. Um, but you have like a chat program and you can like still talk and keep up with your friends. So I used gaming, my role playing gaming in a major way to maintain social connections. I also know from all the stories I've heard from people that a lot of people make new connections. People find new friends in game. Um, people find romantic partners often from gaming in these environments. So I started to question this, like, who is driven to be more social in the games that they're playing? And does that run along the lines of my gamer types? Um, and I'm still kind of questioning this concept, like, and how this interacts. But these are my preliminary and sort of my, my first blush ideas on this based on the gamer types. So for role players, I think it is particularly important for them to have social connections. Um, just the nature of role-playing is people coming together to kind of create their own stories and to make their own worlds and to create a narrative within the gameplay. Um, and they can do that on their own, they can do that in a solo way, but I think it is those interactions that make the role-playing have the dynamic nature and the dynamic storytelling involved. Uh, so I think for role players, the social aspect is super important. A lot of that I think comes out of pen and paper role playing because it's pretty much impossible to have a pen and paper game without, you know, people to play with. Um, as I've told it, you know, a story where I wanted to learn how to play when I was a, you know, a teenager or a young teenager and I bought a box of, you know, D&D and a red box back in the day. And I literally looked at it and I'm like, who is this dungeon master? I don't understand who I'm supposed to be talking to here. Not realizing that it was like something I was supposed to play with other people. So just the nature of role playing makes it a more social activity. People can build their backstories um, on their own. I know a lot of the women that I interviewed who were turned out to be role players, had completely built narratives um, and backstories based on that. Um, and But I think the excitement in that and what really motivates role players in that environment is to put their character in the game and see what happens to them based on what happens in the game. Uh, for mastery players, I think they tend more towards solo play simply because for mastery players, it's about besting the game, right? It's about getting the achievements. It's about being the best. And so that, I think, tends to lend itself more to solo play because they don't want to be held back sometimes by other people. They don't want to be um, slowed down. They want to just be able to move through the game at their speed and not worry about cutscenes and not worry about story and not worry about narratives. There's not a lot of care for those other pieces in mastery, because um, mastery is really just about getting in there and, and being able to figure out the best way to play the game. Um, mastery gamers will still play so social. Um, you know, I, uh, my 
husband is a mastery gamer and he is very much uh focused on getting in there and um um getting the best achievements um but he doesn't play with other people until he has to <laughs> and he doesn't mind like random groups or just connecting with people who can get us to the end of a dungeon or the end of an instance or getting into a raid as long as we can get in and we can get the equipment or the gear, get the achievements. Um, The social aspect is a means to an end for mastery players more than a motivation to play. Um, It's not about going in and making connections and keeping connections with people. It's about what those people can provide in terms of playing the game and being successful in the game. Now I left uh, self players are usually the ones I talk about first because they are definitely the largest group that I found when I was doing the research and that still is continuing as I've been doing some new um, interviews for a presentation I'm doing in May in the San Francisco Bay Area. Um, I'm still finding self gamers to be the primary group um, or the biggest group of gamer types. Um, And I see a mix between them. I think um, there is kind of a a social drive for self-players who want to see themselves in the game and want to see how they interact in that environment. Um, There's also this strong tendency to avoid trolls and negative culture with self-gamers. Now, I'll unpack that a little bit. Um, A lot of people probably know um, that gaming culture is not always the best environment. Um, There's a lot of anonymity involved and there's a lot of um, ability to go into an environment and just be a jerk because you're not, you know, representing your own name. Um, There are countless examples of women being harassed um, in game to the point where I know many women who make it so that their profiles don't show that they're female because they don't want to be dealing with the kind of harassment they get um, being a female gamer, especially in like first person shooter games. Um, But in the self gamers I've been talking to recently, there is definitely this tendency to avoid that kind of environment. And so there are protections that a lot of self gamers go to in order to keep themselves away from trolls or people who are going to be rude for the sake of being rude. Um, People, I think I fall more toward a self gamer as well. Um, And I find this too, where I want to be kind of protected from people who might critique me in a way or might um, say negative things just for the sake of saying negative things. Um, And so I think that that's um, indicative of some of the experiences like Gamergate and some kind of other negative things we've had happen in overall game culture. Um, But it would make sense that this takes its biggest toll on self-gamers because really they're putting themselves into the game and they're wanting to get that pleasure and enjoyment out of the game and having somebody have that negative um, you don't know how to do this, you're not very good at this attitude would really ruin the experience for a self-gamer. Um, so those are sort of my initial thoughts on this like idea of social 
uh, versus solo gamers. So I'd love to hear what you're thinking. If you're listening to this and you're inclination is to play with um, people online and you don't care if they're trolls um, or if you only play with people you know in your physical life uh, because you want to avoid that. If you play solo games more because you just want nothing to do with interacting socially with people while you're gaming. I would love to hear from you. Hit me up on Twitter, DocLiz with two Zs, uh, and let me know, are you a solo or social gamer? Uh, Thanks for listening, and until next time, game on.